You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Robbie Samuels hosts the On the Schmooze podcast. Robbie, tell listeners what to expect from the show. Since 2015, I've interviewed entrepreneurs who overcame challenges to achieve success in their field or industry. Tune in to On the Schmooze to listen as I ask deep questions to elicit untold stories about leadership and networking. And where can people subscribe? Find the show at ontheschmooze.com or on marketingpodcast.net or just search for it wherever you get your podcasts. You heard them. Go subscribe. The Guide to Goals podcast gives you the tools, direction, and resources you need to pursue your passion project. I'm Deborah Eckerling, Project Catalyst, and this is the Guide to Goals podcast. Today, I'm joined by Tara Cummins, who's founder of Pivotal Mafia, and we're turning the tables because Tara is going to be interviewing me uh, on common questions from the audience on how to set goals for the new year. Hi, Deborah. Tara, thank you so much for doing this. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. I was telling somebody that I think it's appropriate that I am on the first show of 2016 since I was on the first show of 2015. I think that's sort of fun. So thanks for having me. Oh, well, the, and by the first show 2015, you mean the first show ever? Yes. Yes, that too. Yes, it's awesome. I love the symmetry. So I love what you did here. You asked your uh, people on your page to submit questions for you to answer for today's show. Yes. And I should mention that we'll probably do this again. So if you have questions, you can post it on the Guided Goals Facebook page or tweet it to at Guided Goals or even email guidedgoals at gmail.com. You got some great questions today. I thought so too. Yeah, I was really excited. So the first one is, and I think this is a great way to kind of warm her up, or it really is, what's the best way to create an achievable goal? I think the word achievable is the key here. I, I completely, completely agree. And I think it, it requires stepping back a little bit because before you can figure out what your achievable goals are, or rather what any goals are, is you have to figure out what you want. It, it goes back to the mission statement. And anyone who's worked in any form of corporate environment has known, oh, this is the company mission statement. This is sort of like, what is your mission statement for yourself? Like, I help people define, plan, and achieve their goals. So all of my goals actually relate back to my mission, which is also the tagline on Guided Goals. So it's really a matter of what you want to do and then figure out which goals make sense. Okay, so once you, let's say you've identified your own personal tagline or mission statement, right. for example, but you have a full-time job mm -hmm. and you have a passion project. How are you going to set some goals that are how will you break down the goals? You have a large project ahead of you. How will you break down these goals so that they become achievable? 
So the first thing I recommend when setting goals is to just write them all down. And I mean, just give yourself a half hour, an hour, whatever it is, and just take a piece of paper, yes, actual paper in a pen, and just write down all your goals. And I'm talking, they could be like little task goals, they could be, I wanna write a book, and then you break it down differently, or I wanna start a podcast and you break it down differently, but, or I wanna be an expert in my field, that's a huge goal. And then underneath it, you've got, I wanna start a podcast, I wanna write a book, I wanna whatever. So actually like kitchen sink all of your goals onto a piece of paper. And the other thing I recommend is mix up your personal and your professional goals because they help each other. You know, if one of your, your personal goals is to, this is really common, get in shape for the new year, get healthier, well, that's a personal goal, but if you think about it, if you're healthier, it's only gonna help your professional life. You'll have more energy. Right, so let's. So you're gonna write or type your goals, whichever you will do. Yes. So that you commit to them, essentially. It, yes, um, but there, there's a step in between them. So what you do is you write them all out and then you categorize them. Like I said before, if your goal is to become an expert in your industry, then go through your list and pick up any other goals that relate to that, like writing a book or starting a podcast or launching a blog. <clears throat> any of the goals that fall into what will make you an expert goes in that column. Now, how minute do you have to go? Because, you know, become an industry expert, that's a great goal. Write a book, start a blog, start a podcast. These are these are in of themselves pretty large goals. Yes. So then how granular do you need to go? You've got your your overarching goal and then you've got a few rather large but attainable goals right. that you want to get done in there and then you have to prioritize. What okay. do you want to do first? And okay. you know do 1 2 3 and then you should have some of the granular stuff underneath it like what are the steps to starting a podcast decide if you want to do audio or video then okay what do i need to what sort of equipment do i need then what is my vision for the show so these are all little things that you need to figure out as mini goals or i call them benchmarks to to achieve that one goal uh, the other thing i will say is uh, it's great to have two of these big goals going on simultaneously it's great to have an alpha and a beta because if you stall on one project, you can just take a break, not a large one, but you've got something else that you can get moving on. And that's the other thing is if you move forward on one project, it helps you to move forward on the other simultaneously. Okay, so you have a, uh you had another question that sort of wraps into this, which is you're writing out your goals, but it's extremely stressful when you start to write out these goals. So what are some tips that you have for making the process of writing your goals less stressful and kind of a related question, how do you move forward despite the anxiety you might start to feel when you start to, there's all kinds of things that happen. So you, you start to, it starts to build. So how do you overcome that? Okay, first of all, you have to take a breath and you have to remember that everything's gonna get done. And the other wonderful thing about a passion project is it's on your time frame. Instead of being anxious about it, the first thing you need to figure out is how much time you have to commit to your goal each week. Is it 
And that goes back to how do you create an achievable goal? I think anything that you can imagine that you think you can physically accomplish with your resources is an achievable goal. I think the challenge is putting it in the right time frame. Right. So you start by thinking, okay, I can do an hour a week and someday and I that really doesn't sound like a lot if you think about it. But for some people, it's like, oh my God, I can't spare an entire hour in a right. week. Uh, so you break it down. Do 15 minutes um, for four days during the week. Right. I was just going to ask you, do you think that that works? Do you think if for some people, if spending 15 minutes a day is all they can commit to it's so for whatever much- reason... It's so much better than nothing. Let's say you decide you want to do 15 minutes, but you're going to do it every day. You miss a day, you're like, oh, I'll do 30 minutes tomorrow. You miss two days, oh, I'll do 45 minutes. By the end of the week, you're done. Yeah. Because you are so overwhelmed right. because you, you can't make up the time. Don't try and make up the time. Oh. That's how you achieve goals without anxiety is you figure out what works for you, you do it, and you do it in a time frame that is not going to cause you stress. Because if it's going to cause you stress, then then you should maybe be doing something else. So I just want to finish. I want to say what you said quickly, because then the next question I'm going to ask you is a Mamba Jamba question. And so the question is, so you, you have answered how to create achievable goals and take the anxiety out of those achievable goals and given suggestions about how to make tailor those achievable goals and that process to the individual, right? You've done all of those things. I I have to add something. After you write the goals, maybe come up with like three to five personal and three to five professional goals. And those are the ones that you want to tape, whether it's to your computer or you put on, I know someone who would put it on the home screen on her cell phone. So whenever her cell phone rang, she would see her goals. Brilliant. So wherever you look frequently, that's where you should put your goals because even if you're not working on them that day or even that week specifically, you know what you're rooting for and it's, it's like constantly in your head if you're looking at it. If you put them in a drawer and say, oh, I'll see how I do the end of the year. No, don't right. do that. Right, right. I, I like uh, to put mine on my bathroom mirror. It, that's perfect. I look there every morning whether I like it or not. So, so here's a question that you received that I think is a, is a difficult one to answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway, which is how do you write a book in three months? Well, that is a great question, but a hard one. It's a great question and it is completely doable as long as you put aside the time to do it. If, and I, I will give you the very, very, very high level steps that you need to, to write a book in three months. First thing you need to do is write your back cover because this is what people are going to pick up and, and you can rewrite it. That's the other thing. I always say you write the intro last or you can write it and then rewrite it again after you finish the book. But start by figuring out what it looks like and what people are going to read when they pick it up off the shelf or they look at it online. Next thing you need to do is write your outline. 
you want 12 chapters, so you need to write four chapters a month, or you need to do like a, a completely brain dump of the entire thing and not think about all of it, in which case I would say you brain dump it in the first month, and then the second month you go in and you flush everything out, and then in the third month you go and you, you edit it. You also have to figure out what kind of time you need to put into it and then you need to calendar it. Let's say you want to do a 10 hours a week. You put in a two hour appointment, ideally the same time every day. So I, finish the finish the book first, whatever that looks like. Yes. Then go back. Don't edit halfway through. Right. What about when you pick up the book, when you pick up your manuscript mm-hmm. and you start reading it to figure out where you left off? You can peruse. Don't spend a lot of time. Or this is a, a, a writer trick that I've heard a lot of people do, which is they end their writing session with the first sentence of the next chapter. Oh, brilliant. That's a so great suggestion. You already have what you know you're going you've already started what you're going to write next so there's no reason why you can't jump right into it i love that i love that so basically writing a book in three months is no different from any other goal which is breaking it into manageable chunks Mm -hmm. in a time frame that works for you in a way that works for you yes okay exactly okay and i think that that this last question is a great one to finish up with, which is we have all these ideas, we have a kind of a plan, but how do we stick to the goals? Well, we start by putting it on your bathroom mirror. Write, write them down and put them where, and you can, you don't have to stop with the bathroom mirror. You could put it in several different places. It, it's a matter of, in there, you can do a vision board, you can, uh, one of my favorites, and this one I heard, I learned a long time ago, is take a, a copy of the New York Times bestseller list if you're writing a book and scratch out the number one and you, you put yours up there. Or if you're launching a product and you want it in a particular store, you know, Photoshop it online into that store. Make some sort of visual representation of what you're trying to achieve and that makes it even more possible and seem even more real. Oh, I love that. What a great way to kick off 2016. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for for turning the tables on me. It was so much fun. I hope I get invited back to do it again. Oh, I I think it's entirely possible. (laughs) And to all the listeners, uh, this is Deborah Eckerling, Project Catalyst for Guided Goals, being interviewed by Tara Cummins, the founder of Poodle Mafia. And you can go to guidedgoals.com to get the show notes and then the link for the audio and the video. And while you're at it, why don't you go into the comments and post your goals for 2016, and then we'll check back in with you uh, a few months down the road and then at the end of the year, and then we can yay raw all of your awesome accomplishments. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.